Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello? Can anyone hear me? I am out of time. If you can hear me, please type something into the chat. That'd be cool. Okay, guess five can hear me. Well, good evening, everybody. It's time for Common Law Wise Words, because it is Wednesday evening, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am out of town this evening, so I don't know how late the show will go, but I am probably going to end early. I have, uh, I have a really early morning tomorrow. Anyways, uh, something that I kind of wish to talk about and, and update a little bit, I guess, uh, gentlemen, came on about a month and a half ago and was talking about going to court and going to trial. They told him to come back on December 31st. And of course he wasn't gonna go back on December 31st. And uh, <clears throat> he, he wrote to them, stayed in honor. And they just sent him a document basically saying that he was gonna forfeit his bond but they're not going to arrest them. So my suggestion is that if they're going to play dirty like that, if you get arrested in a situation where you don't have a driver's license, this, that, or the other, go and get a bail bondsman because a bail bondsman puts up a bond with the court. And if you show up, go through trial, do this and that, the court is not gonna mess around with a bail bondsman's money. Um, because just like I said, they won't put out an order for his arrest, and they know this. The court messed around with the bail bondsman's money, that he would come and grab you and kidnap you and do a lot of unlawful things because he didn't get his money made, and that's just what what people do when they don't get their money. <laughs> so he's he's still going to be in communication. They haven't exactly taken it yet but they gave him 30 days to surrender himself to the court, which I would not surrender to the court. That just sounds like a horrible idea. And, um, but yeah, that was just a little update. So <clears throat> talking about bonds, when you're at court, court deals with bonds all day long. Um, so when you are in court, you can get the court to actually bond in action, and you can walk out with a certified bond. For instance, I know a gentleman who was going into court the other day, and he had a subpoena against him, 
he had already told the law firm that when they comply with his uh, requirements, that he had no problem handing over the information that they wished to have. He went into court and they talked about it and they can absolutely bond, give you a secured bond because nobody at court, you know, just had $2,000 sitting around. Okay. Hey, look, there's Shaman. Hey, Shaman, what's up? What's up, dude? What's up, everybody? Chilling, chilling. <clears throat> I was just talking about bonds and how the court can bond things. You know that guy who was on about a month and a half ago in the middle of November, and they called him back to uh, do the sentencing on December 31st? Uh, vaguely. Yeah, so he wrote to him and basically was like... Uh, you know, if you have a true and lawful order, actually, I'll, I'll read exactly what it says if you give me a second. This is hilarious. Okay. He said, I will not appear on December 31st unless one of the following is produced. If one true and lawful court order of competent jurisdiction appears and someone with the person of clerk or judge verifying the same upon the record of said court, if this magically happens, Please notify me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Magically happen. That's funny. <clears throat> yeah, but the part that's not funny is they sent him. So they didn't threaten to arrest him. They're not telling him that a bench warrant's going out for him, anything like that. But let me uh, let me read. Is that what they did, though? Did they get a bench warrant for him? No, they didn't do a bench warrant. What they're doing is they're telling him he has to forfeit his bond if he doesn't surrender to the court. It says, you failed to appear before this court on this day at 10 a.m. as required by the terms of your bail bond, and as a result of such failure, an order of forfeiture was entered. If you do not makes- appear and surrender yourself to the court within 30 days after the date of this order, a forfeiture satisfying the court that appearance is impossible and without your fault, a judgment will be entered by the court against you in the amount of the said bond. That makes sense, though. Yeah, if well, you, what I was telling everybody is to go get a bell bondsman because they're not going to pull that shit with the bell bondsman. They do too much business uh, with them. Uh, you know what I mean? I do, but I mean, you can see what they're doing. Oh, I know exactly what they're doing. Because what is he going to do? Go sue the judge? Right. Go sue the cop? You know? <laughs> well, and that's and it's like, you know, surrender yourself. Like, they're, they're trying to course him right back in at the same time. Which is, in my opinion, a reason why you wouldn't, you wouldn't bond out. You just sit in there for a bit until you could get before a magistrate. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I think in most circumstances, not all probably, but most, I think you could wait it out two, three, four days. Would you agree with that? Well, I mean, they have to have you before a magistrate within three days, within 72 hours on yeah, where you that, are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Usually get like 72 hours, right? Uh, But usually, I mean, they're going to arrange you the next day or the day after that anyway. 
different states are different. There are some states like in South Carolina where I am, they have 24 hours. You know, if they don't have you um, in there within 24 hours, they got to let you go regardless. Now, I can't swear they do it, but they always, like uh, down here, they have magistrates on duty, just night clerks is what they call them, to come sign every time they arrest somebody, you know? Yeah, they do the same thing in South Carolina. Well, I just hopped into the conversation. So, all right, you're live here. Good evening, guys. Aloha. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Aloha. Yeah. Not bad, not bad, considering i got a little story to share about Sunday night that's right along the lines of what you gentlemen are speaking of. Share away. All right, so let me preface this with saying, and I think I mentioned this on a previous call probably about a half a year ago, is um, basically I was pulled over, I think it was in April of last year. Um, what was it? Oh, a speeding, which uh, they didn't write me a ticket on, just a warning. But then he gave me a ticket for not having my my license on me, which was at home. So um, what I did was I went ahead and mailed that in to the clerk of the court, I believe it was. So bringing it forward to Sunday evening on the way home from my mother's house with my little four-year-old little man in the back seat, I was stopped for uh, an expired tag. So um, when the heavily armed man came up to my door, started questioning me, I, um, he, t he informed me that it, he was stopping me for the tag, and he's like, license, insurance, registration, and, and he goes, uh, driver's license. I said, well, I'm, I'm not driving right now. And then he got agitated right away. Understandably so, given you know the current state of situations. <laughs> Not understandably yeah. that I agree, not that I agree with it, but, you know, given his position, yeah, you know, I, 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 I should have expected that. So, yeah, I mean, um, they're pretty it, much trained to say that, you know, like if somebody starts saying, well, I'm not driving right now, or if somebody says that they're traveling, or they start pulling out case law, the cops are pretty much trained to start getting aggressive. Right. And uh, it's not so much that I made a claim. I think it was more or less along the lines I was asking, okay, well, who says I'm driving? So he, he didn't like being questioned. So, um, and then when he, when he got agitated, um, it was, you know, he goes, look, if you don't give me what I'm asking for, I'm going to pull you out of this car. I'm like, okay, well, what I can give you is, uh, you know, this. So I gave him the registration and the insurance. Now, I mailed in the license of, God, I think it was back in April, May timeframe. So this has been a while. And uh, obviously I did not have the license to give him at the time. So when I told him, I said, look, um, I don't have a license to give you, this, a driver's license to give you at this time. And he became even more agitated and irate. And he was like, but you gotta have a driver's license. I was like, well, I'm sorry. I just, I, you know, I don't have it at this time to give it to you. At which point he's, you know, he'd already opened up my car door, placed himself in between the car door and the frame of the car, and um, said, please step out of the car. And I was like, I do not feel comfortable stepping out of this car right now. Um, you know, and I was about to say I'm in fear for my life. And he's like, I'm ordering you out of this car. And he grabs my arm, undoes the seatbelt, grabs me out. My son starts crying. It's the nightmare. 
So long story short, I get put in the back of his car. Um, obviously, and I asked for the supervisor, which eventually did arrive. Uh, there were a few other, um, he had support arrive. So I think all in all, there was like four guys there. And, um, you know, they were just all agitated and it was just, it was a shit show actually. Uh, and one thing I failed to mention is when he pulled me out of the car, uh, I forget exactly what was said or something, but to, to get to the end of the story, basically I've been given a charge of resist officer. And, um, I don't see how in any way. I resisted. It wasn't my intention to resist. It's not like I tried to fight him or run or anything like that. But that's the charge I'm currently looking at right now. But um, did he charge you with the original offense? Excuse me. Did he recharge? Did he charge you with anything else? Did he charge you with the original offense or stop? Uh, yeah, that there's a four companion tickets. I've been calling on this and trying to get all the information I can. I actually, and there's a lot more detail I could provide. I'm going to, I guess I should uh, halt it here. I, one thing I did want to say is that he did actually pull a taser on me. It, it looked like one of the taser guns. So uh, yeah, that kinda... that's a, that's a dangerous, dangerous thing. Those guys, um, that's supposed to be next to, to uh, lethal force threat. Like they go from a lot of times they'll even go from, uh, you know, in a lot of use of continuance. It's officer presence, verbal response, soft hand, hard hand, baton. Then if to, I could share uh, something with you briefly, um, I used to um, be a federal firearms instructor. I did that for five years, uh, sometime after completing two contracts with the United States Navy. So I'm somewhat aware of, um, I never walked the beat, I was never a cop, but um, I do have experience um, in a tactical environment. So, um, so anyway, then they go to the, they go to the, uh, to the uh, taser and then they'll go to, you know, obviously lethal force. But right. The, the thing is like, uh, anyway, maybe I, I don't know, maybe I interrupted your story and I didn't mean to do that. I was no, going to say something. Did you, go ahead. Well, it's just kind of for the, uh, like, normally I don't go this route, and I have done it, and you ought to see the response from the police officers when they do it, when they read it. You know, it's like in Tennessee, a commercial vehicle, right? And you have Class A through H licenses here, and it's 26,001 pounds, okay? Obviously, it's not a commercial vehicle when you're driving a fucking Honda Civic down the road. But yeah, the problem is not just... <laughs> it's not just them, you know, it's us too. For so long, I was talking to a guy from, uh, he used to live in California, which is another planet. But the, the police, the police, <clears throat> there's a, it's a, it's a really weird thing. You know, you have a lot of people who blanketly say the police suck and yada dada and they're all horrible and this and that. And that's just, it's just not true. What it, well, here's what it is. <clears throat> There's a lot of narcissistic people um, within the police force, and there's a lot of pretty decent people who want to try to, you know, make their environment better or safer. 
and they truly believe that the, the stuff that's pounded into their skulls from the time they're born is true. They just, they really believe it. It's like JC and I were talking about last week. A tyrant doesn't think they're a tyrant. You know, they think they're doing good. Um, if I could, it, yeah, and, and actually, the, 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 I, can fin- I can continue on with a story, and, and part of what you're alluding to right now is a big part of um, the, the man that actually brought me to the cage. And, um, um, but just, just really quickly though, if, if, if that's okay, like, sure. The problem you're dealing with is ignorance. Okay. People are ignorant on both sides of this argument. Okay. You're not a driver, but there's no way you have a 99.999% chance that the cop doesn't care on the side of the right. road because absolutely. they have trigger and responses. They have absolute trigger responses. THP here, if you even stop that stuff, they're, they're, they tell them just to go ahead and arrest you. I mean, the cop can arrest you for a seatbelt violation technically. Um, you'll notice wow. on the ticket it says in lieu of continued custody. It's a Class C misdemeanor in Tennessee. When they stop you, you're under arrest. You're not free to go. So all these people saying, am I free to go? You're obviously not free to go. You've got a cop behind you with a gun and blue lights on. So you're under arrest. You're seized under the Fourth Amendment, regardless of you know how that's twisted. Because um, if you were trying, if you tried to pull out, they would charge you with felony evading. Um, so no, nothing like that. Yeah, I was totally. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. No, I, I get was, it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying that's they have trigger responses now. Okay. Yes. I, I, so like, I, I don't you. know if you've listened you. to past shows. Um, I think I've there's ways since you guys started. Yeah, so you've heard, you know, like, I don't have a license. The state of Tennessee does. Uh, you can do it that way, JC. You know, it's like, has talked about that. We've also talked about things like, um, you know, I don't wish to answer any questions without the presence of counsel. Right. And then just shut up. You know, now, dude, you're, it's not going to go well. I mean, it's not. They're they're going to get what they want. Most of them will threaten you with arrest, which is, you know, that's a felony because they're armed, aren't they? So it's like uh, it's a problem is education. So it, what I'm going to suggest, and I've been thinking about this all day for some reason, uh, probably because of the conversation I had yesterday, but... You know, I think people do put out educational things, but they usually put it within their circle, and they usually put it with very, very hostile, almost combative language toward law enforcement, which is just like trying to date a girl and then talking down to her at the same time. You're never going to get her attention <laughs> in anything other than negative. So, you know, it's like there's right. got to be a way. Like, I'll give you an example. I went down to a local police department down here, and I spoke to the chief of police. I spoke to one of the CID guys, a major, and I spoke to a regular patrolman. And I just showed him the Tennessee Annotated Code where it specifically addresses what a motor vehicle is, what a commercial vehicle is, who's required to be licensed, and all this. And they basically said, well, I mean, on the surface, it looks that way, but this is the way we've been doing it, and nobody gives a shit, so we're going to keep doing it this way. Right. You know, that's their mentality. Like, if you were to literally take away their ability to give you a speeding ticket, they would lose most of their power. So, well, so when, you think, when you think about it, you know, the stuff that a lot of the quote, and I'm not calling you this, just 
quote, sovereign citizen movement does is a direct frontal attack on government power. And you can almost guarantee you're going to be met with incredible amount of resistance. Um, Excuse me. You know, it's just a thing that it's such a it's the the ignorance level is such that it, it's really hard to overcome. Uh, it's just like that in the church. The church is a joke. As a as a as an organization, it's a freaking joke. But you can't. Everybody's cups so full, nobody will listen anymore. They they just. Yep. Even when you sit and show them something in black and white, they will actually become more angry at you. <laughs> well, yeah, like, no, no, I, I get it. And if I, oh my god, right, right, I, I, I totally get it. And that was not how I carried myself. I, my, my, oh yeah, I didn't mean to. I wasn't implying. No, no, no. That. But I if, if I can, because I want to get to something else, was um, and I apologize. I don't mean to cut you off, but um, is. No, go ahead. I, I was totally in a questioning mode, um, standing my ground, trying to protect my rights. And then obviously they felt that and they, they didn't want that. So they controlled the situation. But I will say this, at, you know, after he got me in the back of the car, I know that his, his, his soul was beginning to hurt because my kid's in there screaming and he's upset because I'm not giving him what he wants. Even though I'm telling him I can, at this time, I cannot do what you wish. So anyway, he, um, you know, he comes back to me and goes, look, you know, hey, is there a number on your phone I can call that we, you know, somebody can come get your kids so I don't have to get CPS? So I'm like, yeah, thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. You know, he, he's starting to, you know, his, his reasoning faculties are starting to come back to him to try to do the correct thing. And he even said, and I'll even, and I'll even share this, is like in the back of the car after that, and eventually my father-in-law and my mother showed up and were able to get my son and everybody safely back to the house, except for me, of course. I took a ride to a cage. Um, but he was, he was so agitated and, and the, and the thing that could possibly be a mistake on my part was, is, you know, when he got my information, you know, obviously put it up in the system and then, you know, you guys got all this equipment in the car. Now it's just ridiculous. I, you know, I haven't seen a cop car in like forever and I'm like over half a century old. So, um, and, uh. You know, he, he, I guess he pulls up my information on it. He goes, look, you got a driver's license right here. Is that you? And I'm like, you know, at that point, I'm like, I refuse to answer any questions. You know, I was just like, you know, hey, I don't know anything about what's going on in your world there. I'm not concerning myself with that. I just, you know, right now, I, I have nothing else to say. And he's because you got a license right there. Where, you know, where is it? And I'm like, at this time, I do not have that to give to you. And he goes, look, you know, if you could just give me something, you know, I'll write you a ticket and send you home. And I'm like, I'd love to be able to, but once again, I, I don't have it here to give it to you now. And he just, you know, he became more and more agitated that I didn't have it with me at that time. So well, he, was, he was becoming agitated because you wouldn't say that that was you. Well, now see, this is me not wanting, not wishing to be a witness against myself. Yes. Yeah, but there's there's case law after case law after case law that says you can lie to a cop if it protects you. I'm not even lying. That's the thing. I'm yeah, not I know, but you can use that when you go into court. You can say, oh, I was lying. I was lying to go home. I, I, you see what I, I I'm got saying? You. I got you. Like, like I, I got was you. trying yeah. to well, protect I, myself. I, I lied my ass yeah. off. I told him whatever he wanted to hear so that he'd let me out of the car and let me go home. Red dress you, and you know, coercion. It, it, 
yeah, it's it's one of those things like Shaman was talking about how here on the show I'll talk about, you know, it's it's not your license, it's the state's license. But if you right. do have to give it to them and you go ahead and get a ticket and go ahead and sign for it and it's like, well, you know, why did you why did you agree to this? Uh, because no, he, did, you tell bank tellers to do when a man comes up to their window with a gun. Right, exactly. It, so you know and, and this mean? is a, Oh, yeah, and this is a great point. And this is why, once again, going back to how I prefaced the story was, you know, back in April or May, it was when I mailed in the license, the clerk of the court had it the whole time. So after, uh, I, and here's the thing that sucked for me, because I did not intend to get bonded out, but my father-in-law and my mother came and they bonded me out. And yeah, I, they asked me to sign for it. And I wrote no contract on the paper that, you know, they were asking me to sign so I could bond out. And then um, left it at that and went out. Now, what I initially wanted to do was ride out the night and see the magistrate in the morning or whoever and, and, and carry on in that respect. And maybe I would have failed, maybe not. I'm not really sure. Unfortunately, well, I'm not going to say unfortunately, that's not an experience I got to experience. But where I'm at now is um, I call or I got all these numbers and started calling around to figure out what's going on. And I got in touch with the girl at the clerk of the court who got my license in the mail. And she was like, what? <laughs> Somebody sent the, you know, she told me in all her years, and she was one of the most senior people there that nobody had ever done that. So I was like, okay, yeah, I don't mind being a guinea pig in that respect. So, but she had held on to it for so long and she couldn't get in touch with me. She's like, I tried all the social medias, everything. And I'm not an online guy at all i don't do i don't do any of that stuff i keep it simple i call people and that's about it so she tells me that she held on to it as long as she could for until like november and then i think she said she destroyed it but she but she is the one who has the power to suspend licenses and she said she refused to do so and she wasn't sure if the license was suspended or expired but based on the 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 heavily armed man that kidnapped me and that's what I believe is that, um, you know, based on what he was what he was trying to show me in his system was that I did have a license. So that to me leads me to believe that it wasn't suspended or expired. So bringing things current yesterday, I went and got my car. I got the tag legal again, paid the $41. I, I mean, that was, a, that was an oversight on my part, honest oversight. So I corrected that against my better wishes, but I have people I care for and love deeply and it's reciprocal. And right now I'm at the point where I gotta do what I gotta do to, to settle this matter honorably the whole way through. And um, I'll just take it, um, yeah, and that was basically it. So, um, um, I, and, and one quick question if I could, the, the notes that I have here, um, from the woman that bonded me out, my mother, um, she uh, says uh, charges. It's got a statute court case number, St. John's County. Uh, yeah. And then the charges resist officer, it says degree F and then level M. And I'm concerned that the F stands for felony. Yeah, it's not. They're not going to be able to. It, that's not going to happen. Well, my anticipation I, I mean, is based honestly, on what you're Just based on what you said, I don't see a judge doing that. And honestly, based, you know, and thanks for saying that. And I actually have a feeling, and I'm going to, because tomorrow's like the, the day that everybody I spoke with at the, at the, at the 
you know, the government level, I'll call it for lack of a better term right now, it said, you know, call tomorrow on Friday to figure out if this case has been filed or not. And I'm praying to God, obviously, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm at half anticipation that they'll actually probably drop it. But, here's, you know, here's the, here's the deal, man. Yeah. What, what state did this happen in? This is Florida. All right. Look, in reality, I don't know how new that cop was or whatever, but if I if he I looked pretty fresh. I'm sorry. If if I understood you correctly, okay, that you said I'm sorry, I can't give you what you want. Okay, at first he was taking it like you don't have one. Then when he went back and ran you through NCIC, he discovered you had one and was wondering why in the hell you didn't just say you you have one, but you just didn't have it on you. Right. Okay. So. But here's what here's what uh, a seasoned cop would have done. He would have said, "Well, what do you mean you don't you can't help me or you can't you don't have the ability to help me?" Well, right. you know, I just I can't help you. And I would have said, "Okay, let's just do it this way. Is this vehicle registered to you, or is this your you know is this your name?" And I would have said, "What's your name?" And I was. And I'm sorry, I always refer to it as a car. They'd say vehicle. I, I said, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, well, let's, not, let's not get some man's cool on this. So okay, I sorry. would just say, sorry. look, I would just say, look, I mean, if you're going to refer to it anything, it's just property, okay? But just for the sake of this argument, what he should have done. And which is, which is, which, and I'm sorry, but when you say property, I have a notice over my VIN number, and it says notice, private property. Yeah, I get it. But I'm okay, just saying okay. if we're going to get semantical, don't refer to it as a car either. What I'm saying is gotcha. he should have just ran your name and date of birth to NCIC and ran you for license and warrants. I mean, see, it, it, all went, it all went south because you were going about it in a way that probably wasn't the best way to go about it, and he's right. got a triggered response, and that's kind of why I'm discussing this. He's got right. a triggered response. Okay, so this is for the benefit of everybody listening to this show. Um, there is a way to deal with these guys and there's a way not to. And plus, honestly, you have to take into account that guy could have just left a child abuse call 15 minutes before that. Now, I'm not saying that's an excuse. What I'm right. saying is stuff like that happens. And, you know, you, that you makes picture sense. yourself like he just left somewhere where a kid was being raped and all he's asking you for is a document and you're giving him a ration of shit 15 miles long. All he wants to do is go get a cup of coffee and breathe for a minute. You know, it's like. Right. Yes. I, I get it. You know, there's, I truly there's get so it. many factors, you know, and, and the reality is, is you were kind of being duplicitous. And I don't know if you remember what I was talking about that. You know, it's like if you're going to go one route, go one route. And, and, and uh, I was really wanting to bring up a registrational issue tonight anyway. I just didn't get a chance to talk to JC today because I was busy. But um, it's, it's a way to educate not only ourselves but, you know, the people around us, right? Like if I were to ask just about anybody, especially people who believe um, in gun ownership, okay, you, you would ask, all right, do you think – and you could ask cops this, and they will – most of them will respond, absolutely not. But you say, do you believe – in gun registration, and they would say, absolutely not. Well, why? Oh, really? That would give the government the ability. Yeah, no, most cops absolutely don't agree with the government coming in. You'd be surprised how many cops. Well, that is surprising to me, yeah. You'd be surprised how many cops are against the federal government in a lot of ways. They don't realize what they're doing. But uh, anyway, so if if you were to ask most cops and most people, they would say, absolutely not, I don't believe in gun registration. Well, why not? Well, then they would know where to come get them, and it would give them the authority over the guns, right? 
Then you look at them dead in the eye and say, why would I have to register my my car? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> touche, touche. See, if, that, if that's the case, you know, why am I getting a car? But see, the other part of the problem is, and I, look, I'm a bit of a hypocrite myself in some ways, okay? So I don't mean to be above, we, we all are. above anybody. Yes, we all no, are. No, we all are. No, there's no but when you think guy. about something, okay, you think about something, we always say, well, because of this, I'm kind of capitulating or I'm kind of being between two worlds or I'm going to go ahead and just do this because every time I go down the road, this is going to happen or I can't do the right thing because it's an inconvenience or I might go to jail or I might get beat down. It, those are not only are those valid points of view, but those are some views that I hold myself in certain situations, and some people would call that pick and choose your battles, however. And that's exactly where I'm at right are now. We I mean, not, are we not at a point where obviously that method is not working? Here's what happens. You compromise to the point where everybody's forgetting the knowledge to begin with. So everybody's compromised just to, just, well, just to save face or just to, you know, to keep this exactly. thing from escalating. And over the years, hell, people have forgotten what it's like to even be free. This is, this is what's imagine. been, this is what's been running through my brain for the last 48 hours. I mean, so, you're hitting the nail so, on the head. So at some point, all right, we just have to be Daniel in the lion's den. We just have to say, okay, damn it, I get it. You're going to punch me in the face, jerk me through the window. You're going to call me a sovereign citizen. You're going to run around in circles screaming Barney Rubble's God around my car. I get it. Um, I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> okay, look, here's my hands. I'm not a danger to you. Uh, here, you see my hands the whole time. I'm not answering any questions. Here's your property. So, That's it. I'm done. You know, it's like at some point, we've just got to start. But all of that has to be preceded or superseded or adjoined to education. And that's one of the things I was wanting to kind of talk about a little bit this evening is Normally, I don't even go this route, and maybe it's because of my cynicalness or whatever, but, you know, perhaps if some simple little, just simple little pamphlets, if you could get a group of people in your community um, to, uh, and, the, and the Second Amendment is a great platform, and to start this debate, um, to teach people about what rights are theirs and what aren't, and and maybe maybe people just put together a little packet in their state, and they and they go to Black's Law, and then they go to Webster's 1828, and they put the definition of person, representation of person, which is a fiction of law, and um, you know what the commercial, what's commercial. This conversation was started yesterday with me and a buddy on property tax. We were talking about you know property tax, and I think John and I kind of see that a little differently, but. There's got to be a way to start educating people to show them the reason that they're suffering the Second Amendment issue that they believe is a Second Amendment issue when really it's just the right in general is because they're suffering the driver's license and they're suffering the, the, the county tax and they're suffering this and they're suffering that. Like It's gotten so far removed that people don't even know where to begin they don't know what to do so there's got to be something that you can show them and since they think anybody who says anything other than the annotated code of their state um is a nut maybe just people need to start there but keep the law side of it the main focus and just say look you know 
and just give it to the people. Like you're, you're probably not going to turn most cops onto it, but if you can get the people in the community understanding, wait a minute, wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute, what do you mean I don't have to do X, Y, and Z? Maybe that will hopefully start swinging the pendulum back the other way a little bit. That's a great idea, you know. I mean, honestly, and that's something that a great little pamphlet spelling it out, like you know, putting seeds in the mines and then hitting Walmart shopping lot and just boom, 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 windshield, 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 windshield. That's I mean, yeah. in a constructive way, and don't say, hey, you know, I'm not a cop basher. Those guys, you know, they see some wicked stuff, and they they do have their purpose, and they do help out. So I'm not bashing the government. I'm not saying that there's no purpose, even though I don't think. For the most part, there needs to be a lot of government intervention. I think people can handle their own lives for the most part. But we are self-governing people. Well, in theory, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I practice it, I believe so. Hey. Um, but I yeah, just mean it, most people. Most well, people. I don't know. You know I, I get you. If, if there's no education, and the reason I'm bringing this up is just kind of a continuation of last week. If there, look, you can have all the violence in the world. Like I'm, I live down in Tennessee, and I live 40, about 35 miles away from the border. And I'm telling you, I am hearing everything from we need to overthrow them. There needs to be a bloody revolution. There needs to be this and that. And it's like, oh my God! I mean, these people, people are, are freaking out. But yep. what good is it going to do if you don't have education? So let's say they they overthrow the governor. Let's say they do that. They're going to turn right around, and put themselves back under the same yoke again. Because, you know, if we just vote, let's just vote. If we vote the right guy and we'll have, you know, it's like I told a public safety director, okay, you've been voting for how old are you? And then people have been voting for 100 years. Would you say it's better or worse than it was 100 years ago? The answer is obvious. It's worse. So, you know, somehow, that's the purpose of this show is to get this these ideas out, this education, to get these people start thinking in a different way. But you people are so friggin' sheepified, man. I don't even, it's it's hard to imagine them thinking a different way at this point. I mean, everybody, you even disagree with somebody nowadays, they freak out. Yeah, it, you know, when I was actually uh, in the cage, and there were some really young guys in there, and, uh, and I'm talking about the staff. Yeah, they were just... Brain, I don't want to call it brainwashed, but I mean, yeah, the mindset is definitely not how this nation was originally conceived, I guess. The ideas, the principles, you know, the the godliness of our actions. It, it was just, it's, it's twisted. It, but, yeah, so I, if I could... um. Just one last thing, and then I'll and I'll just listen for the rest of the show uh, on the arraignment. Should it go to arraignment? And I know you guys have discussed this before, but if you wouldn't mind refreshing my memory, because well, right now I've, I've drafted up a declaration and I've still got a lot of work to do on it. And I was going to do that on the penalty of perjury, and obviously put that in along with uh, my notice of appearance. Does it sound like I'm on the right track? Yeah, it sounds like you're on the right track. What's your declaration, sir? Oh boy, let's let me get in the light here. I'm in the car in the garage because every I got a full house for the holidays. I want to give them peace. Um, now let's see. I kind of preface number one with a couple of other um, thoughts. Um, I innocent of any wrongdoing. Um, or holy shit! Sorry, my my writing's atrocious. Sorry. 
um, to my or oh no, that's something else. I innocent of any wrongdoing or me. That that doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, any these are just notes up at the top. Any intent to cause harm, injury, or loss. Um, you know what? I'm not even gonna read that because I can't make it out myself. So number one was while on my way home, a heavily armed man came behind me and flashes emergency lights. Two. I get out of his way and he stay behind me when I stop. Three. When he asked me for something that is not possible for I to give him, he get angry with I and take I against my will out of my private property. Four, he put my arms and hands behind my back and put I in the back of his car. Five, his action caused I to okay, separate. I, I, I think I've, I've pretty much got the gist of this. Um, yeah, I mean, you're on the right track with the notice of appearance and, and having some sort of declaration, but I, I would probably simplify the declaration. Um, okay. Because, you know, right there, it's like, I mean, by the time they hear the first one or two things, yeah. they're going to be like, whatever. Right. <laughs> I got it. Um, so you know, I'm just I, trying I'm to express just, it honestly and and as and as properly as I can. Well, let me ask you this because I think you said something about having four tickets. Right, there's four companion tickets. They tested the tent. I guess they're writing me a ticket for tent, which I didn't even think about. Um, the the no license. Um, the um, and that's the other thing is I was going to go tomorrow and see about getting I guess a duplicate license, but I was actually told by someone on the phone that just wait, don't do anything until I find out if there's a case number. So, so there's the no license, the the expired tag, the tent, and then hello. There was one gave me every ticket possible. Okay, there, there was Ticket. no license, attempt, resisting arrest, and what else? Um, no license, the expired tag. tag, expired tag. Then that's the that's the cause for the stop is the expired tag, the tent, the no license, and then there's one other. Let me see if I. Um, yeah, I didn't get that down. Thought I wrote it down. No license expired tag um, tent. Yeah, I only wrote three. She said there were four companion tickets, not to again, not to include the resist officer one. And obviously the one I'm worried about is because she says the resist officer one is criminal. And I was concerned um, if the degree F, if that means felony. And then yeah, it says you said level. something about S and M and it might. It might be a, you know, a degree F, F level M. Yeah, so like a degree F misdemeanor, you know, because typically they have. Like That's what I'm thinking, but because it, it says. Yeah, because it says level M, which could be misdemeanor, and then degree F, which I was in fear of, meaning felony. But even even that aside, even if it's a misdemeanor, the fact that it's a criminal traffic thing, I'm like, wow, that's not cool. Or I'm thinking that's not cool because I again, it's been a long time since I've had any dealings like this at all. So, 
All right. I'd, I'd probably do something fairly simple like, you know, on January 1st, 2020, I, uh, you know, I, I was molested on my way home. Uh, or my, huh? Or I was going to say my rights were interfered with. My rights were interfered with. I, I like molesting. And, and that's, that kind of threw me off a bit. That's why I questioned it. I was like, God, that kind of sounds kind of creepy but i mean if, well, go, if, go to you, webster's 1828 and look up molesting i'm actually at my computer but yeah I'll, I'll i'll get to that afterwards so all right go ahead i'm sorry and, i mean to cut you off you know and then i would basically state that i believe i do no wrong but entertain any verified claim of wrongdoing right and that's the other thing is um I got that guy Batman in my head so bad. But the thing I really dig about the cat is he makes it pretty simple, but I just don't know if it's practical or not. The whole, you know, um, I'm here for that matter. Um, of course, having my paperwork in as well is like, I'm here for my ma this matter. If there's a mistake, um, I wish to speak with the claimant and uh, settle this honorably, you know, something like that. Well, and if you listen to what JC's saying, he just kind right. of took a tendency, I think, a lot of people, and I used to do this, like I remember my very first traffic thing, it's like four pages, dude. It was silly. Yeah, you, <laughs> you tend to want to use these big words and sound smart. I mean, I keep it on my computer just to show myself how retarded I used to be. <laughs> you know, it, well, failure is your best teacher, man, you know? So uh, JC was trying to kind of simplify it, and I don't mean to kind of override JC here. I'm not didn't mean to like take over, but if you listen to what he's actually saying, it's like, look, he just said what you were saying in a very very simple way. Like, it's, look, I don't believe I did anything wrong, but if if you do, just bring the verified complaint or claim in here, claim it, and I'll settle the matter immediately. Hello. Now what you? Yeah, I'm here. Hello. Do you hear me? Yeah, hey, yeah no, you're, you're cutting out. You're getting like a little. Uh, All right. Here's what here's what I was here's what JC was saying. He's like, look, I don't believe I do wrong, right? But if somebody else does, great. Just have them come in and verify whatever it is, and I'll settle it right now. I'm sorry, I you you were cutting out, and I missed what you said. Okay. Do you hear me now? I hear you now. It's just that you're like cutting okay. in and out. All right, here. What JC was saying was, look, I don't believe I did wrong. If you do, just bring whoever says I did in here, have them verify a claim, and I'll settle it. Right. You don't, you don't, you don't really need to add all the color, you know? You, right, What right. you really want to do is just try to make things as simple as possible. I mean, this, the, and the reason the cop did that, he's stacking the charges. First of all, he was being a prick. Second of all, he was stacking all that, and then when you go to court, if you even go to court on it, they're, what they're going to see is you have a license and all this, and they're at the very least they're just going to reduce everything down to some simple thing. You pay a fine, and go on your way. My guess, right. obviously, I can't yeah. guarantee you that. That's my that's, been that's my hope, and it, that's what I believe as well. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey just five put up. Molested is disturbed, troubled, or annoyed. Thank you. Um, 
I, I think it's a pretty good word because it has a pretty negative kind of conversation in our society today. But if you go into court and you say that, the judge will absolutely know what you're saying. Gotcha. No, nobody else will. You know, and right. and when when you try and write some of those paperwork out, come up with pretty abstract words because the more words you can use like that, where the judge knows what you're saying but nobody else does, I found. In a lot of cases, <laughs> the more leniency is going to be given to you. Gotcha. But <clears throat> in my opinion, I'd like you to keep something in mind, okay? When you're, when you're, when we, your is everybody, okay? When we drive around with tags on our cars, the presumption is we're their property and they have jurisdiction. Yep. And then when they come up to the car and we start giving them these documents, the presumption is they have the authority to ask for them, and we have the duty to give them to them. So what you're doing is you're starting to act like the driver. And then when you suddenly retreat from that, it it's a, what are you doing? Why don't you just, you know, from the cost perspective, he's like, why didn't you just tell me you had a license? You didn't have a copy of it on you. Like, why were you being so difficult? Why didn't you just do this? Duplicitous, you like you said. Well, not only is it duplicitous, but you're dealing with a guy who doesn't think he should be questioned. They, I mean, and I'm not saying he's necessarily being arrogant. It's a training thing. It's, I'm the police. You do what I tell you. That shit is beat into him in the academy like you can't even imagine. And then when they get on the road, the old-timers beat that into him. Like, their job is to finish whatever they're doing as quickly as possible and move on. And if you do anything to interrupt that, you're a jerk. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. They don't. That's you know, a good mindset. They're there mindset. to do a job. Well, they're there to do a job. They just, he wanted to give you the ticket and go do something else. That, that's all. He just wanted to give you a little ticket and go about his way, and you interrupted that, that, that pattern. So, you know, again, you know, look, it always helps to understand the other side, you know, because there's always three sides to every story. So when you're, when you're thinking they kidnapped you, um, then you, I mean, you know, it's maybe not so cut and dry. You know what I mean? There's, I think there's a lot of factors there that you have to kind of consider. And when you do that, I think it helps. You know, it's just like uh, when I went to court. The first time I went to federal court, I was so tense, I'm sure the whole room was tense. The, the next time I went back, I was so relaxed, the judge was smiling. JC can attest to that. I mean, the first time, man, everybody was shooting in the head. And then, and the next time I went back, it was just everybody was cool. And you know, I think it has a lot to do with it when you're cool with them. Like JC, you know, says that you know, a laughing jury isn't a hanging jury. You know, if you can keep them calm and keep the cop, I mean, he's just a guy. If you approach him like, hey man, what's up, buddy? He's, you know, I'm not saying all of them are, especially uh, rookies, because they got something to prove. <clears throat> but when you when you kind of think like they do. You know how to navigate the water a little bit better, right? And then, and remember, you're kind of playing the game too, though. You know, you're kind of capitulating, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay. I mean, so, again, think about like a date. Yeah, you can kiss me. You go to kiss them, they smack you across the face, and no, no, I don't want you to kiss me. You'd be like, what yeah. the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I had my kid. <laughs> you know, like, I, you just I had my get kid the third base. I had my kid in the back, and if he wasn't in the back, I, I, I probably would have stuck to my guns, held to my rights, and 
things might have worked out. They might have worked out the same. Who knows? But uh, yeah, with him in the back, I was just I was ready to do whatever it took to to get home safe with him. So yeah. But see, maybe maybe in that situation, because I mean, like you're seeking a license. You see, like, and and please don't take this wrong. We create the problem. I had a guy tell me today, yes. well, they make you get a license. I said, who came to your house, put a gun to your head, said, go get a driver's license. Exactly. Who and that's the, why who that's from what, the IRS came down and told you you had to file, uh, you know, this document or that document. Nobody ever did that. We volunteer, you know. So, and, and again, that's not being like harsh. I'm not, you know, we all did it, dude. Like, we all did it. I did it. You did it. John did it. We all done it. So, you know, the key, I think, is realizing, okay, I came into this thing. I've kind of helped create this problem. How do I ease out of this? So maybe in that particular situation, it would have been just easier to sign the ticket in a tell him that you know just understand i'm giving you a hard time bro none of this is consensual and i don't believe i did anything wrong but i'm just making you aware of that here's my hands um everything i do after this is under stress or you know and then just get home and then deal with it later at court oh yeah exactly exactly you you see what i'm saying so like absolutely but in my opinion i think he he charged you that much because he was trying to prove a point to you, um, and it's stacking the charges because he can. And uh, the the prosecutors probably gonna look at that and go, "Good lord, you know." Well, I'll share, this, I'll share this one little last thing. It was like uh, on the way to the cage, um, he put on his music, and his music it was, I guess, spiritual. You know, like a religious radio station. And it was funny. One of the songs that came on talk about, you know, being held in bondage and shackles. And when I heard the end, he kind of turned it up a little bit. And we didn't we, we didn't exchange many words on the way. I was I just kept saying, please be safe, because there were moments where he he was actually jerky with his control of his car. So that was kind of you know, it was kind of uh, ironic. But um the, the music he was playing, and I think the message that he was trying to give off, he, he came off very hypocritical. And when I heard that, that the one lyrics in there about, you know, Ian Eccles, like, I laughed and I said, God bless you, brother. And he's like, thanks, I really need that now. And he didn't even get it. So, hey, guys, thanks a lot. I appreciate everything. Oh, yeah, no problem. And, uh, yeah, you you seem to be um, cutting in and out. I I, th- I realize now I think it is me. I'm in the garage, so I apologize about that. Yeah, so but we appreciate you coming out here and sharing your story, and you know, hopefully, uh, when you go and check on the case tomorrow, there's nothing there. God willing, God willing. Yep. Yeah, I'll definitely keep you guys updated. That's for sure, unless I get uh, <laughs> an extended stay. Hey, and just on another note, JC, like you know, I still think it's funny. I still haven't seen anywhere, and if anybody's seen different, uh, um, please tell me. I still haven't seen anywhere, not only where Trump or somebody from the government hasn't, um, from the federal side of government, hasn't overly addressed this gun issue, especially. Trump in Virginia, 
And I haven't really seen anybody bagging on Trump for not addressing the, the issue in Virginia. Have you seen anything like that? I, I don't know. I haven't really been keeping up with it. I heard that Iran put a bounty out on Trump. I was going around. Well, I was just talking about the Virginia thing. That's true. Oh, I'm sure they have. <laughs> I know uh, uh, what's-his-face, the comedian. He threatened to kill Trump. <laughs> Which comedian? The Mexican dude. He's funny. Da-da-da! The one that always... Is it Carlos? What's his name? Carlos Nancy, George Tina. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah, George Lopez. He he threatened to he threatened to to take care of it for the Iranians. Which I thought was kind of humorous, considering that's a illegal. Yeah, well, I mean, if he did it in some type of stand-up comedy act, I'm sure that they got in touch with the federal government and said what they were going to do and asked permission. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I do think it's ironic that uh, I haven't seen in any thread anywhere, and I didn't, I haven't turned the news on on anything until early this morning just because I saw something in the thread about uh, the missile attack on the base, which was silly. Um but I still haven't heard anything, you know, where I live so close to this issue and so many of my family members still live in Virginia. It's kind of something I can't avoid, and I don't think I want to. I think it's a, a good platform to uh, teach people about how the Second Amendment doesn't apply to them and this and that and that and this. But I haven't, I haven't seen a single thing from the feds, and you would think everybody would be up in arms about that but they're not. Well, I mean, I think the people who are really prepared for something like that don't care. Well, a lot of those people voted for him. Wondering, I'm just wondering why they aren't saying, hey, why aren't you standing up for our Second Amendment? The other sad thing, and I think this is the hypocriticalness of the church. I mean, here I am in the, quote, Bible Belt. And I never hear any of the churches around here talk about their God-given rights. I just always hear them talk about the Second Amendment. But they never, their first go-to thing is never their creator. I just think that's kind of humorously ironic. Well, uh, guess I write down on why would there be leniency using words like molested and various words like that. Um, why do you think, Shaman? Um, what happens, in my opinion, uh, think about it from a judge's perspective. You have people come through, and this isn't a slight on anyone, but you have people come through, create documents like I did in my traffic thing. You know, they're using all these silly words and they're trying to sound like attorneys and it's pages and pages and pages long and it's just day in and day out you deal with the silliness and you know this guy come in he's smiling he's cool calm and collected he's got a pair of blue jeans and sneakers on he hands you a document that has words in it that in the real english mean uh, an orchestra of language and it goes right over the prosecutor's head 
and they think it's silly, and I can and I can tell you that firsthand happened to me in my federal case. But you know what they mean, and you realize just how powerful they are. You're going to respect that man or woman who wrote that, and you're going to know that they not only did they take the time to research those things, to learn them, but that they're being as honorable as they can with the information they've got and had the balls to stand up and do it. So I think they would probably be more apt to be lenient or let the matter go based upon the respect that they would have for that person or that man or woman, excuse me, who did that. Would you agree with that, JC? Hello? Did I cut out? Anybody hear me? Uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I was just muted for a second. I, I oh, agree with sorry. This was the only thing that I would add in is it also sh shows a certain level of education, you know, when somebody knows how to speak like that and how to move in law. Yeah, that's what I meant by taking time to learn it. That's oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. in some cases, I think they they truly and honestly believe that you're related to somebody who who told you or taught you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that, too. So, anyways, I raised this hand again. Uh, hey, I... Hey, yeah, I know I cut out, but when I came back in, I heard uh, Sean talking about um, somebody with a, um, a unique language or something like that, and I was curious who he was talking about because I actually, in the last couple of days, came across this... Uh, oh, God, what's his name? And I've been listening to it a little bit, and it's very kind of out there. The quantum language structure. Oh, uh, you're talking about what is his Russell name? J. David Windmiller. Well, he yeah. died, right? He he died recently, and then there's Russell J. Gould. Is that who you were speaking of? No, 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 no. I was just talking oh. about the eloquence of, you know, like JC and I. We haven't we haven't been spending a lot of time on this together lately. I think we both just had a lot going on, but. We used to spend hours on the phone, hours, and I do mean hours, all day sometimes, just sitting down, coming up with a unique way to write two sentences. I mean, we would research words and just try to figure out a new and creative way that, you know, I mean, if you can make a judge, a man acting as a judge or a woman acting as a judge, have to grab a Webster's Dictionary to figure out what the hell you wrote, that's a pretty cool thing. I get it now. Um, I think I get it. Yeah, and it's like they're going to – I mean, I would respect somebody. I would respect my enemy if, if they could do that. I mean, you can, even, you can even have a healthy respect for somebody you perceive as your enemy or maybe not even your enemy, but they're not your, uh, necessarily your friend either. And it's like they come in with this really cool document, you know, and it's not aggressive and there's nothing and they're just sitting there very courteous and polite and uh, they hammer the shit out of the – like the first time I went to federal court, I wrote a one-sentence document, a one-sentence notice, and all I said was, where's the lawsuit? And the prosecutor read that and looked at, looked at the judge like, this, like I farted or something, like, this is silly. What? what? But he knew exactly what I meant because he wouldn't even take the document. He had the clerk hand it to her, not him, because he didn't want to join her. But she didn't have any clue of what just happened. I did, but, he, but, but she didn't. You know, and at the end of that ride, they ended up being, you know, pretty cool. 
about the whole thing. They they kind of respected it, didn't they, JC? You know, JC and I worked on some documents and put them in, and they were correct, peaceful. And because of that, literally, the, the judge was smiling at me. And the first time, he was screaming at me. So that tells you how different it can be when you're just acting a certain way. I mean, this stuff, <clears throat> this stuff is really, really important. And even the language of the documents is nothing compared to how you hold yourself in court. You know, or at court, I should say. Like we had, uh, I mean, we had people come on here, and I'm not going to mention names, and I'm not going to mention people necessarily, but there's people get on this show and talk all kinds of trash about how they talked to the cop like this, and they told the cop like that, and he was scared, and he, the cop was nervous, and he went to court, and they told the court this, and the court freaks out, and the judge leaves, and it's like, no, they don't. Not when you say any of that, they don't. Um, all it does is make them, A, hate you and want to crush you under the weight of their power. I mean, it's they're not afraid of you, I promise. <clears throat> so there's ways of going about come, things. If they come out at adversarially, then perhaps they should be crushed a bit. <clears throat> Look, man, I'll just tell you straight up. You tell a cop you're going to sue him, he just tells you to get in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're told that every day, man, by every walk of life, from people to buy drive BMWs to frigging cars with duct tape holding on the bumper. You know, they they get told that every day and it never happens. And so, you know, that doesn't intimidate them and threatening them, getting in their face is gonna be put in jail for frigging disorderly <laughs> conduct. You know, it's just the way you handle yourself as a man or a woman is to try to be as calm as you can, be as long-suffering as you can, to be at peace, to be courteous, polite, and try to educate yourself and realize that a big part of the problem was caused by us, not them. Did you say long-suffering? I'm sorry. Long-suffering. Long, long In other words, don't be quick to react. Don't be quick to react in gotcha. anger. Or frustrate, right, right. You know, you know there's a lot keep of control, stuff keep, that frustrates. Keep control of your faculties. Yeah, basically, well, yeah. man. One of the things that we've talked about since we started the show is <clears throat> you don't wish to go in there and fight with them. If no. you go in there and fight with them, they're going to beat you up. They're bigger, they're better, they got more people and more guns. Um, and more experience. Uh, yeah, and what yeah. you really wish to do is you just wish to go in there and correct the record because yes. if there's something going on with you, then the best that is, is that there's something on the record that gives them the belief that they can do this. And you got to go and correct that. And right. you got to work with them. Like uh, you should really go into court with the attitude, like what's going on? You know, what, why am I here? You guys are supposed to explain to me why I'm here, right? You know, cause I, I got no clue why i'm here but the first um, one is the arraignment and the arraignment is the most important is it not because from what i understand you're only given what the three choices guilty not guilty no contest and then okay if, and then if if you if you elect anyone but, of those, but let me tell let me tell you a story okay you want to hear sure. <laughs> Love to hear All a story. Right. so i'm going to court with this gentleman 
And it's just like what you're saying. The clerk's coming up and they're saying, you know, and this is after he's been told by the judge to sit down. The judge is like, we're not dealing with you. You sit down. And so a clerk comes up. This is when we were in in North Carolina, right? And and hands him a piece of paper and, and, and they're like, you have to make one of these three choices. And, uh, you know, of course, on the piece of paper is that you're representing yourself, you're going to hire an attorney, or you're going to take a, a public defender. And um, so he, he gets up, and he's like, okay, I, I still don't understand. I'm here. I'm present. Uh, I'm ready to answer to any verified claim that's made against me. Adam. Basically what, basically what Gus did in his, what he recorded and shared. Right. Well, was, no, this, this is this is very, very different. Okay. Gotcha. And, gotcha. And so remember he, he, hey, do you remember he had him stand up and remove him from the middle of us? Yeah, and at, at a different time. <laughs> um, but like this was one of the first times he he went in, and in wow. fact, like because of some of the stuff that he did, they they won't even ask in the state of North Carolina verbally. They'll they'll have people come up and write it down on a piece of paper when they come in. So, but he, he's explaining to them, he's like, hey, look, I didn't go to law school. I don't understand how to represent myself. Could you please demonstrate, could the court have somebody demonstrate how one represents themselves? Right. Like, do you guys wish for me to leave and come back wrapped up in a bow or something? <laughs> right. Okay, like I'm here, I'm present. I wish to get it on right now. And and so the judge starts yelling at him. It's like, you have to make one of those three options. You know, I'm not allowing you to do anything else except pick one of those three options. And he just looks at the judge and he's like, so you don't wish that I, ha- I breathe? You know what I mean? Like, I don't have the option of breathing. Yeah, I'm not that quick or creative. But I had already told him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. it, it, it's like you got to think because, okay, I only have three options. You mean I don't have the option for my heart to be beating? Right. Oh, yeah. You no, don't that's... wish for my heart to beat. That is great. Like, okay. That is... okay I, I don't understand. And one of the things that we've talked about on the show numerous times before, but man, when you're in court, think about English like you're an alien. Right. Don't think about it in the context that you've been taught growing up your entire life. Think about it like you just landed on this planet from Mars and you only know words as they're written in the dictionary. That's it. You know, because they'll use a lot of context to mess you up. Well, you know what I mean. No, I really don't. Yeah, that, How does that part of represent themselves. Yeah, that part. You know what I mean? Animal. Like, oh, I'm yeah. here, I'm present. I don't know how to do this other thing you're talking about. I, I wish to help you, you know, but I don't even know why I'm here. So before I even answer what's going to go on, why don't you tell me whether you got a verified claim or not? Do you have so a verified stick, claim or a verified complaint? So stick with verified claim as opposed to, you know, looking to seeking a claimant? Yeah, I mean, or it can be a verified complaint. It doesn't have to be a verified claim. I'll take a verified complaint. Well, well I was a member of the public. 
Huh? Just using just using the word like, look, I seek to claim it so that I might settle with him honorably. Or as you say, um, where's the verified complaint? Where's the where's the declaration under penalty of perjury that I do these things? Um, JC, can I say something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. So you went to step two right there. We teach, I don't know if you've ever heard our sh in the past. We taught the steps like you know you got like just say for instance steps one through five. When you go to I wish to settle, you skip step one. Oh it's yes, almost like that's you're right. allowed. That's right. You see, don't don't do that. Like I made that mistake my first time going to federal court, and I got tripped up, and I wasn't. I was so nervous because it's freaking. I recall. I, I recall that now. I could not back it up in my mind other than I stand on my paperwork. Well, my paper, last thing I put in was the first thing the judge sees, right? So fine, you want to stand on your paperwork. But I didn't figure that crap out until a month later. You see what I'm saying? So that's why JC and I always teach, like, the first question of the day is you got to stand. Like, you got to state who you are. Then the second question of the day is says who? Where's the verified complaint? Where is it? You can't settle something if something isn't there, right? Correct. Yes, absolutely. You can't, yes. You've There's got nothing to, go to settle. Just, just like how can you be the person if the person isn't real? All these people want to claim the birth certificate and shit. Well, if it's a dead fiction and everybody argues it's not them, what are you claiming? The very fact that you're trying to claim it proves you believe it's there. It's like trying not to think about the boogeyman. The more you try not to think about the boogeyman, what do you do? Think about boogeyman. And one of the interesting things about knowing this much about law and stuff is, for instance, when that gentleman was in court and he was saying that the court doesn't wish for him to breathe and doesn't wish for his heart to pump, man, the judge was probably sitting up on the bench going, yep, yeah, we don't. We wish for you to be a dead fiction. You know After what I mean? They, can't, they, they cannot come out and say that. You right. know, so argue what's advertised. Don't don't argue anything else. Let them say it. You know, a lot of people have asked me, well, what do I do when they do this? Well, let them say it. You know, well, it works like this. Well, let them declare that in court. You know, just like this guy went into court the other day, and it was the guy was Hello? Hello? Yeah, he dropped. Okay, I was going to say. I didn't know it was me. I'll wait till he gets he's, back. He's got, a he's got a caution symbol on front of his icon on the computer. Okay. And he just, he totally dropped off I'll, the call now. I'll, he'll be back in a second. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, the thing about it oh. is, is they're going to, you know, it's like they do advertise the Constitution and all this, even Ron Paul and all those guys, even though they don't, not only are they, they're in the war powers, they're not, under the peacetime constitution, but hey, can anybody like, hear me? Let, you're, yeah, back, you're back, yes. But let the, but let them define. Let them define what they're saying. Let like let them qualify it. Don't 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 you qualify it and don't argue about it. Just say what you got to say. Write what you got to write. And let them qualify it. If Go I could, the, talking to you guys. Well, if, if I could, real, real quick, just bring you back to those one to four or five things, keeping it in order. It's like um. You, you know, yeah. make the appearance, basically state your name. Don't shy away from the name. Don't like, you know, like Batman says, don't make any claims. Don't claim the name. They're, you know, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Or 
Yeah, yeah, that's so, all silly shit. If you don't tell them who you are, look, and this is because people don't understand the difference between status and standing. They're all worried about having status. And you'll hear people mush that, too. I, I can't tell how many people go, you got to announce your status, standing, and capacity. And the other thing is people who want to claim the birth certificate will also tell you, no, that's not my name. My Christian appellation is. It's the duplicity. That's the, there you go. No, dude, don't run from who you are. But if you know how to write the paperwork, you're not technically saying your name. You're just defining who you are. Your name would be right, so name, It would be like a parenthesis. Number one, introduce myself. Be cordial. Number two, uh, ver- no, you're going to do it on paper. Claim. Number, oh, of course. You're going to do it on course, paper. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then number three would be nothing. If you're at number three, there's a problem. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you very much. You've either done something or screwed up the steps because number three would be, I wish to settle. So you've either okay. done something to owe something or you went ahead and skipped step two. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So right, if, uh, if they, go ahead. Hey, my, my internet has cut out like three times. I'm not at my house. I'm out traveling. And uh, at the beginning of the show, I kind of said that it would be an early show. So I'm about to shut it down before my internet shuts down again. Safe um, yeah, so the cat's hand up. So if anybody wishes to kind of say something before the show ends, now it's more or less the time. I actually have a quick a bunch of things, <clears throat> a bunch of things to say, but let me just make this very quick. Uh, for Shaman and JC, I sent you guys an email. The guy who had the books for Informer got back to me. I forwarded the email oh, yeah. to him, so hopefully, yes, hopefully you guys can. He has the list of one of the books that you want, um, or you could recommend which books we should get, and hopefully he They're has still print? copies. Uh, I think he just has a, a stack of extra ones that are left over from oh, the dude. books. Um, I'm going to be getting those books. So, yes, and also let us know which ones we should purchase because if he has a couple of them, I want some for my collection as well. I think for I'll every copy to... or every book he's got. I might be interested in that as well. Oh, no, you would definitely be interested in it. The uh, I'll try. Are you guys on the Facebook Common All Shamanism page? No, I do not yep. do Facebook or any of that crap. If, whoever, whoever is, message me, and I will try to get, figure out a way to send files of all the informer stuff I've got. I'll try to make up something because I'm telling you guys, stuff is absolutely a wealth of information and verification of uh, a lot of the stuff that, and it'll show you just how many people are going in circles, 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 circles. It's just a waste of time, energy, and it's dangerous because anything you do, um, when you become a pledger or a person, a U.S. person, or you're acting like one, you're technically a surety for debt, and once you're a debtor, the, the you even question them, you're technically an act of sedition. Right. It's right. like, uh, okay, I'll give you an example, if I may, JC. All these people, I was talking to a buddy that I got so damn frustrated because they're all there. We're going to go to Richmond and protest. And I was like, well, and, and look, dude, by all means, stand up for yourself in the right way, though, right? I was like, have you guys ever bothered to look up what the word protest means? You're protesting. And I guarantee you, when I get up there, they're going to sign a what? A petition. Have they even looked up what a petition is? Supplicate yourself before God. Yeah, I mean, it's like, just 
the language, just the language, man, um, is so important. And it, the way you go about it is the difference between going to jail and staying there and maybe going to jail and getting out because you're, they're not right or not going to jail at all. I like the latter of the three. Hey, your your email once again is JC and Shaman at what? At gmail.com. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, J- I, yeah. I'll JC, send you guys can you email. forward me that? Because I still can't access that account. Can you forward me that email about the informer books? Uh, um. Yeah, but I'm not going to do it tonight or tomorrow. No, that's fine. I'm just going to get a chance. Or if yeah. that gentleman who did it can just message me on Facebook, I'll give him my personal email yeah, I, if you don't mind. Yeah, Sean, I just uh I just texted you out of my Man of Service account through uh Facebook. Okay. So, I'll give you my I'll give you my uh my personal account and if you don't mind, send that to me. I've got a – and if you want to, maybe we can have a private conversation because there's there's some stuff I would love to share with you, man. I can give you some information and freaking blow your mind away. Oh, trust me, I I'm, I'm, would love to have it, which is one of the reasons I sought this out and I found it. So hopefully um, it's everything you need, or at least want at minimum. Um, one of the um, – so a couple of things before I uh, go, because I know we're on limited time. Um, uh, JC, when you have some time, I want to talk to you about um, the stuff I wrote and also a breach of contract with my job. Uh, uh, Shaman, really quick. Um, we, I was at an um, event talking about the impeachment of uh, President Johnson, uh, and mm-hmm. one of the things that came up was that uh, they were, uh, people were complaining about how the president was able to declare war without going through Congress. I remember you mentioning that the War Powers Act, uh, or in the peacetime treaty of the Constitution, was the cause of that. Can you quickly go over that? Well, who declared war? You mean where they're arguing Trump basically has done that with this attack? Well, that I've, I've heard Vietnam, them saying that. Oh. Well, yeah, the president's a dictator, man. The president yeah. becomes a dictator but, I mean, when you're under martial. They're under martial rule. They have. They're not technically under martial law, but they are under martial rule, and they're basically they have tra- changed the Trading with the Enemy Act into the National Defense Authorization Act, and the president is a dictator, and that's exactly what they wanted. And that's why they killed Lincoln, because Lincoln was going to try to somewhat restore it back to the original. Um, Congress, the original way it was, he was just going to reseed everybody, and they didn't want that. Technically speaking, Congress isn't assembled the way it, it originally was. There should so, be a lot more representatives, right? Well, no, it's just the way they are in there. They're not; those states were conquered. It's not; it's uh, not no. a; it's not the same thing. And I mean, when when they did the Lieber Code, and you had they moved directly under the War Powers, and you could argue that happened with George Washington, the Whiskey Rebellion. He never had the authority to establish a central banker or, or, or uh, put the district courts in place. And that's the great thing about the informer. He explains all this, how they removed the governor. I can't remember his name. J.C. might remember his name. But they removed the governor of North Carolina at gunpoint. The military went in because he wouldn't give back land to the king, to the crown. And they just no, and took him out. No, that, that was after the Civil War. They removed That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't. They wouldn't. He would not give a loaded title or uh, title to. He wouldn't give land back to the crown. He was. I forget exactly how that went down, but basically, he wouldn't return land to the crown. 
and they wouldn't do what he was told, so they went in and removed him militarily and put in their own governor. So, they, okay. I mean, technically, Donald Trump can do whatever the hell he wants to. Most of it yeah, is just most, safe I've, face with the people. He, they're just doing it to make everybody, like John says, so they can play it off like as advertised. The Constitution's in place, and it, it's not. Not the way people think it is. Yeah. Yeah, the gentleman who actually did the lecture, um, I mentioned to everyone that's under the War Powers Act, under the War Powers, they pretty much can do whatever they want because they're constantly in a state of war. And some guy said that was a yep. stretch. But the person who I, uh, the guy yeah. was doing the actual um, a lecture, I laughed mm -hmm. at that. Like, yeah, that sounds kind of right. <laughs> and he also brought up the fact that um, FDR knew about the bombing of Pearl Harbor before anyone else did, which most teachers Absolutely. don't say. So um, he's actually the same guy who's doing the suffragette movement uh, lecture tomorrow. And I only got one question for him. Uh, if Abigail Adams, John Adams' wife, would take a swing at Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> because they have two different ideas of how of what feminism Wait is. Wait a minute. What, just curiously, what the, what's the lecture on? Uh, tomorrow's a suffragette movement. Um, it's a four okay. pieces. I think this one's on. He's got Helen Keller, which I think is later on. Uh, I think this one mm -hmm. is Susan B. Anthony. Okay. I was just bringing it to four pieces. to be like a constitutional expert. No, he's just talking about the movement of how of of what happened and Voting. transpired in the into that to get into vote and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah this is man of civics. He's the one who, when he first came on, he was talking about uh, starting a civics class. Mm -hmm. was, uh, but I, I hate to do this. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and kill the chef. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, no problem. Well, thank you, guys, man. You're welcome. Yeah. All right, Sean, send me your email really quick. I'm... Yeah, I'll do it. You right, said you texted me? Yeah, I am you on Facebook. Oh, okay. All right, buddy. I'll get it to you. All right, thank you. Okay, thanks, everybody, for coming out this evening. We really appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll see you out here on January 15th of 2020. And everybody, have a good night. Good night, everyone. You too, man. Be careful, bud. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.